Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith, and uh, we got a lot to get to. A lot of this is probably the most important thing that is going on, not only in Virginia but in the, the United States right now. It's a huge deal. I've got Kurt Deemer, um, who's the uh, the guru for for coordinating uh, Lynchburg area uh, sanctuary city. Welcome. Thank you, Marco. Great yeah. to be here. Yeah, good to have you. So my take on my take on this whole thing is that they're going to attack the second amendment first and then years down the road you know a lot of people say well I'm not really a, a gun person I don't need to pay attention to this yeah you do because they're going to attack the second amendment which is the most important and then you're going to see your first amendment which is your freedom of religion freedom of speech even the fourth amendment a lot of people don't understand the fourth amendment is important illegal search and seizure when I was a police officer in, in Florida to get a search warrant I had to go to a judge and show probable cause there was a, a lot of hoops I had to jump through to get a search warrant if we lose the second and we start chipping away at the first and the fourth, you're going to get pulled over by a police officer and they're going to search your car. Or you're going to uh, have a police officer come into your house, open the door, we're searching. Because we've let the second switch away, slip away. Yeah, I've always said, uh, and I agree with Phil Van Cleve on this, that the second actually should have been the first. Absolutely. And uh, that Absolutely. all the other ones really are on top of that. And second is the foundation that keeps all the other rights uh, going. Yeah, yeah. So we've got a lot of cities and counties in this state that have um, decided to go sanctuary county or sanctuary city for Second Amendment. Lynchburg is coming up, and that's the 14th. That's your that's your 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 boy. Yeah, so, that's my baby. Uh, yeah. we started. A, I say we at that point it was just me started mm -hmm. a petition on uh, change.org back in I think it was November of last year when I saw a lot of localities you know doing the right thing and yeah. becoming sex, second sanctuary city uh, counties and cities and so we decided uh, that we would do the same we found that basically there was a ton of people mm -hmm. uh, a real silent majority of gun owners and those who support the Second Amendment out in the Lynchburg area uh, we're about to hit 2,000 uh, people who signed that petition at this point and uh, it really kind of took off from there because I just basically saw a need, a, a, a vacuum. Mm -hmm. We were falling behind in Lynchburg. All these surrounding counties were well ahead of us and had multiple meetings before we even had uh, the subject brought up. So um, when I didn't see anybody else jumping up to lead, I finally decided to do it. It's the first petition I've ever done. Yeah. First speaking before city council I've ever done. Yeah. And uh, I tell told city council that I, you know, I wasn't even an NRA member. Uh, I didn't really do a lot of hunting as a kid, and you know, uh, I was an artist by trade, and, yeah. and I didn't even own my first firearm until I was forty-five years old. Yeah. So I wasn't their stereotypical uh, Second Amendment defender. Right. But I cared just as much about protecting my family as any father and husband does, and I saw that I had all these other tools in my house. Uh, security cameras, um, 
smoke alarms. Yeah, fire extinguishers. Carbon monoxide detectors. Right. They're all kind of defensive, but if someone pounded on my door and busted in my window and came in my house, I didn't have any of the right tools for that situation. Right, right. Uh, So I I did finally purchase my first handgun, and I was living in Richmond on Monument Avenue at the time, and uh, went to Dominion and started shooting on the range there and just getting trained and getting my concealed carry and that was really the start for me at the late age of 45. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah so we got this meeting on the 14th at 7 30 at EC Glass. Yes. We got it we have to if you're a second amendment supporter and like I said in the beginning even if you're not so much in the second amendment you had better show up to this meeting and show that we're united and it's it's important. They may not be coming for you this time, but if they get this one, you can count on it. This they'll, is the testing ground. They'll, this, be, this, they'll be coming for you. Yeah, other this rights. amendment is the testing ground, and the Commonwealth of Virginia is the testing ground. There's Absolutely. there's more to come. And we ran into such a buzzsaw down there. We knew we had an uphill battle on Second Amendment sanctuary for the city of Lynchburg. First off, because we're a city. Second off, because the council was made up uh, partially of people that are closet Democrats, basically run as independents. But uh, but they're definitely not on our side of the issue, and they're following Go- Governor Northam's uh, lead any way they can. So we knew that going in, but uh, that didn't deter us. We went anyway. We ran into uh, immediate problems. Uh, they were going to pass a, a resolution to send uh, something down to the legislature, as they do every session, saying, here's our legislative agenda. Uh, pretty boring stuff normally. This year we tried to amend it and basically just put some things in there very benignly, mm-hmm. protecting the Second Amendment and being in opposition to any uh, laws that may come up that would infringe on that. They they voted against uh, even amending the legislative agenda. And then we, we, we saw right then that we were uh, definitely you know behind the eight ball. If they had passed that, we might have gone home pretty happy. Mm-hmm. But then they fought that, and then they, they, they belittled us, and they demonized us, and they said that uh, the reason their folks didn't show up at the city council meeting was because they were afraid and that we were uh, dangerous. And the wordings that they used basically made us sound like we were somehow a threat to them, mm-hmm. to our fellow citizens. And we were, 15 people spoke. All but one were in favor of Sanctuary City. Everybody was well-spoken, right. eloquent, civil, right. best behavior you could possibly ever expect. There was no reason for, uh, most, basically it was Vice Mayor um, Dolan who said these things, for her to make those accusations. And uh, she insisted that we were just uh, the minority, even though we were absolutely the majority in that room. And we filled up the overflow room and the hallways, and the stairwells, and went out into the street even. And we uh, think there was probably almost 300 people there that night, and it wasn't even on the agenda. So that's what was amazing about the people that turned out, basically from my one little petition, to talk about it. We spoke. They went into executive session uh, and then took a vote on whether or not to have a simple public hearing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. To listen to the citizens of Lynchburg. We have to, they absolutely, you know, I respect their decisions and, and it's our fault for voting them in. Republicans and 2A people, I think, really, really need to step up to the plate on, on future elections and get out and vote because even Northam, as, as much as I don't agree with him, he's fulfilling his campaign promises. 
That's his side of it. And, and us, you know, failure to vote is just as good as voting because you're not getting that vote out there for, for the 2A side. Exactly. So, so you know, we, gotta, we have the opportunity to, to uh, change things uh, during vote. And you've got a lot of people behind you that are registered voters. They Absolutely. live in Lynchburg. Yes, uh, and we're going to use that. We're playing the long game here, Marco. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Certainly, city council passing a resolution to make a sink, second it's hard to say. Say it five times. Right, 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 right. Second Amendment Sanctuary City is uh, is our first goal, but we're looking at May 5th city council races. We've got plans there. Um, these folks have definitely stuck their head up above their foxhole and and jumped up on the hill and screamed uh, anti-gun from the from the rooftops on TV now. Yeah. So we have identified uh, the problem for yeah. sure, and we know their names now. Yeah. And uh, we plan on going forward and doing something about that as as soon as we quickly as quickly as we can. That's our, our yeah. goal. So what are the times? We'll, we'll say the times again for the fourteenth. Um, they are going to open up a sign-up list, which is unprecedented, uh, another way to try to keep us, take away our First Amendment rights, basically, mm -hmm. at 6 o'clock. I'm encouraging people to get there at 5 if you want to get on that list, because I know people are working, I know people got kids and other things going on, but if you want to get on that list, you need to be there sooner rather than later. I can guarantee the other side is going to be there, and there will be probably a line formed just to sign the list. And uh, so if the first 50 people are all anti-gun, we're in trouble. I mean, because that's going to be about as long as most people are going to have patience to sit there. Right. So we need to be there early. We need to sign up first. We need to make sure our voices are heard. Uh, the actual meeting does not start until 730 at EC Glass High School in the auditorium. There's ample parking. Gun-free zone. Don't it's bring gun your gun. It's a gun-free zone. Yeah. Don't, don't bring, bring your, your gun. Right. We don't uh, hand ammo to our enemies ever. Right. And that's all you would be uh, a bad soldier if you do that. So yeah. don't do that. We, uh, we're we going to, again, put on our civil faces, at least for now, mm -hmm. to, uh, to talk to our representatives and see if they're going to listen to us. All indications are they've already made up their mind, mm -hmm. but that's not going to deter us. We're going to show right, up right. in force. We have to put up a fight, and, and we got to be professional. and And it's always important to uh, when the when the uh, opposers of the sanctuary sanctuary city speak. It's important to let them speak. You know, I've gone to some of these hearings. I went to one in Virginia Beach, Bedford, and some some people went up to oppose the sanctuary city, and some people were shouting and shutting them down. That's not the way to do it. No. Everybody should allow. It, it should be a respectful meeting, uh, professional, and uh, and give everybody the chance to uh, to speak and listen. And yeah, let I the council to, say their part. The mayor say her part. I went to Bedford, and I think they had uh, over nine hundred people there. That was at, packed at Liberty, and uh, yeah. I think there was one guy who spoke against sanctuary city, and people tried to kind of yell out a little bit and. People were great. They they said no no no. Let them speak. Exactly. That's and, what I'm uh, talking about. Yeah. They, that, they, that needs to happen in Lynchburg as well. Yeah. We do not want to silence anybody. No. We are first amendment friendly. Exactly. Uh, it's the other side that tried to squeeze us into a 165 seat room. Yeah. And uh, send us off six blocks down the street to an overflow with yeah. a closed circuit TV. Right. I mean that that's not cute. a public hearing. That was that's, adorable. That's a that's a, a public viewing I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and that's not what they're elected for. No. They are elected by the people, and they should always hear the people. 
um, from Daytona Beach, Florida, and we had I worked for the city for 22 years as a police officer, and we had problems with the council and the mayor. They always heard us out, whether they wanted to or not. That was their job as an elected official to hear the citizens in the community out on different views. All right, and uh, and this really uh, surprised me that we were getting some, or that now I won't say we that citizens, community members, and residents of Lynchburg were being pretty much told no. Law-abiding yeah, voters. Yeah. Yeah. Law-abiding voters. voters but took well, the time to go down there, right. which is unusual, but most people don't go because they're usually talking zoning or yeah, yeah. school budgets or whatever. Right, right. And, and, and it surprised them, I'm sure, to see all these people there, and they were a little overwhelmed. And we understood that, and we, we tried to just uh, make sure we were as polite as we possibly could be, but the open animosity surprised us at the meeting. Uh, the, the, the finish on that story is they ended up uh, voting to have the public hearing, um, but there were people that voted against it, and it ended up being a 5-4 vote to uh, to have the hearing. And we were just pleased as punch to get that because it was way above what we thought might happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, we, we filing out the room, feeling pretty good about ourselves. We were out on the city steps talking about our victory. We hear news from inside that they took it back up and voted it down after we left the meeting. Yeah. And we went back and viewed the video uh, the next day after it was posted on the city uh, council website. And one, you know, again, Vice Mayor Dolan said she pushed the wrong button and wanted to revote. So the city manager and the city attorney said, yes, we can do that. The city attorney tried to name what type of vote it was, called it a re- re-vote motion which, of course, it's a motion to reconsider, and it requires that you be voting on the presiding side. And she was, and it was, but they didn't even know what to call it. But they, they did end up taking another vote. Uh, one of the real surprises of the evening was a councilman from uh, from downtown Lynchburg who represents the second ward, uh, Councilman Wilder, switched his vote from being against the public hearing to being for it. And it showed a lot of statesmanship and bravery. His basic reasoning was he didn't think it was right for them to have passed the measure to allow us to speak, and then as soon as we left the room to reverse course and disallow us to even have a public hearing. Mm -hmm. So even though he was opposed to the original motion, he actually ended up voting for it, and it still passed five to four on the second vote to allow us this public hearing that's coming up Tuesday, the 14th at 730 at EC Glass. Yeah, good, good. Uh, and, and, you know, on a, on a fun, lighter side, after this hearing, hopefully it'll go uh, the way we want it to go, obviously. People always say that. We, um, at 5th and Federal Station, great barbecue. Guns and barbecue just go well together. Um, I agree. <laughs> they always do. You just can't I get agree. better than that. Um, but we want people to come down after this hearing, come down to 5th and Federal. We're going to have a shooting simulator. Lynchburg Indoor Arms is bringing down a shooting simulator. Uh, it's really cool. Lynchburg Indoor Arms is going to do an AR raffle. There's not going to be a lot of people there, so the odds are going to be good. Um, T- my business, T4 Taxes, be giving out T-shirts. Some. Uh, uh, Can I give you my money now on the raffle for the raffle? You have some tickets. <laughs> Maybe work you? out something. I don't. I don't. Um, I want in on that. <laughs> we're going to be doing some free appetizers. Uh, we'll be doing a, a Second Amendment trivia game, so we'll get some T4 Tactics T-shirts and. Uh, some complimentary um, firearm safety classes. Um, but it, it's going to be a good night. And, and we just had to remember for that hearing that we have to, everybody that shows up, I know you will. I know you've been saying it on Facebook. we got to be respectful 
to the council, to the mayor. They're there to do a job. They were elected. They're keeping their campaign promises. So uh, we got to be, you know, respectful and, and professional of them. Show up early and stay late. Um, what time is the, your event going to be? Uh, it's going to start. At, uh, we're going to go seven thirty to, to eleven. So we'll be there. You know, it's seven thirty. Yeah, but I mean, but, folks, uh, I will definitely encourage folks if the meeting, uh, you know, gets over before then to get over there. We need them there. Uh, just the bodies need to be there as big a showing as we possibly can up at that point. But what a great idea to uh, yeah to have something like this. And what's cool I, about it is for people to be able people that know you. I know a ton of people on Facebook that. I talk to about this all the time on social media I've never met them in person so this is a great opportunity for people to come out and meet you talk about you hear your talk with you hear your views uh, and just kind of connect do they, have, do they have room for all 2,000 of us we're gonna make room they're gonna have a big tent <laughs> I'm thinking uh, positive they, here yeah yeah they got plenty of parking yeah okay uh, and then the the rally the lobby day on the 20th yes VCDL lobby day it's an annual thing Every year, I've been many years, and yeah. uh, it's a great event. Highly recommend it. We're taking up a car myself, a car full. There's buses available. Uh, we know that there's uh, more room on some of these buses that you can get on. In fact, if you want to go and you can't afford to, message me on Facebook because I would love to uh, buy you a seat on the bus if that's the situation and you want to go. Yeah, I think everybody should go. I know Safeside Tactical has a few buses going up, mm -hmm. and uh, and then there's other some other uh, range. There's uh, gun stores in the area and other businesses that have buses. But I, I know uh, Mitchell from Safeside contacted me, and he's got a he's got quite a few buses going up. So yeah, that may I be think an one avenue. of them starts in Roanoke and then comes through here and yeah. picks up people here too. Um, I think they've had to add a lot of buses because the record turnout that they're expecting is like nothing we've ever seen before. Right. Yeah, and that's especially good. after what they did today. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and that's an, and that's an important part to bring up. So let's let's focus and reiterate that no guns at EC Glass. It's it's a school, it's a public school, it's a gun free zone. Right. Uh, and then no guns now. What they've said today, no guns at the Capitol. Yeah, um, they've uh, outlawed guns at the Capitol, uh, which is the first time in, that I know of in my lifetime that that's yeah. the case. Um, it hasn't always worked perfectly, but it's been a pretty peaceful thing. It's always been a tradition in Virginia that you could bring uh, your weapon, sidearm, whatever you wanted to, on the Capitol. And uh, the legislators do it, too. And uh, now they're not even going to be able to do it. So yeah. this apparently took place in a unofficial meeting of an unofficial group of legislators. It wasn't even one of the standing yeah. committees. It was supposed to be a rules committee, but they, 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 they did a different yeah. thing this time and i don't even know how they did that but uh happened last night news just came out a few minutes ago and and i can tell you it's got people fired up they just uh, don't understand why this is happening and why these people are doing all these things and i just tell them uh because we were apathetic we didn't do what we needed to do right to make sure these people weren't in charge right right exactly and we can turn that around in richmond when the next election comes around um, this deal with closing indoor gun ranges with 50 or more employees oh, and gosh. some other stipulations, unbelievable. Yeah. And they're targeting the, the NRA range in Northern Virginia is what they're doing. But they're, uh, you know, they, they say that uh, the, the moron that wrote that bill, and, and that's a very nice word for me to use for him. I'm not even going to say his Pretty name. Pretty accurate. Yeah, I'm not even going to say his name because I don't want to give him any any uh, publicity at all. But he's, the reason he wrote that one to, to, to close indoor ranges is because that, in his words, that is the uh, target of an active shooter uh, 
and I, and well, Not I wish you guys a really yeah, dumb active shooter. exactly. <laughs> and and I teach active shooter training. I travel the country teaching active shooter training. Right. I can tell you that. More with statistically, active shooters do not go where there are guns. No. The Aurora, Colorado theater shooter specifically went to two theaters and chose the third one because the first two allowed concealed carry. Exactly. He told the investigators, I chose that third theater because it restricted concealed carry. They're crazy, so, uh, but they're not that crazy. Exa they? Exactly. Man. Oh, they're very smart. Those active shooters are very smart. They do their homework and and uh, they're on you know, that predatory violence. They know what they're doing. Time after time, we see these gun-free zones becoming killing uh, barrels. Those, basically shooting fish in a barrel because they know yes. their victims are unarmed. They're soft so targets, sad. and they're people that are confined to a space with no no defense. So well, that I was remember his Mrs. Nixon over in Virginia Beach. She talked to her husband before she went in to work for the city of Virginia Beach mm -hmm. as a city employee, and uh, she said, these, these two guys at work are a problem, and I'm a little scared, and I'm thinking about carrying my concealed carry weapon into work tomorrow. Yeah. And she told her husband that she... She was thinking about it. Well, she didn't. She she left it at home, and she was one of the first ones in a cubicle that he walked up on, and she had no option other than to catch the bullets with her body. And yeah. that's the sad story. So I always remember uh, Mrs. Nixon over in Virginia Beach because public employees deserve to protect themselves as well. And, Absolutely. Uh, their right to life uh, shouldn't be given up at the door of their workplace. Uh, we need to hold these, these locations accountable when this happens. Uh, because they're putting their people at risk and a very real risk that we can demonstrate and prove. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add? Been a lot of information. Uh, I will do a little teaser for what's about to happen. Okay. Absolutely. Give you some exclusives. Yeah. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> when we heard that uh, Vice Mayor Dolan was pretending to be threatened by um, some supposed avid active uh, pro-Second Amendment people in her emails, we we FOIA'd her emails. Mm -hmm. So we got those... Uh, Which is public information. Yeah, Freedom for of Information Act. Right. Way to, you can do it. They have to turn over anything that has to do with government. So we got those emails, about 330 of them the other day, and we, we've released a couple of them on our Let's Make uh, Lynchburg a Second, a Second Amendment Sanctuary City Facebook page. But uh, the whole bunch of them is coming out pretty soon. Probably today or tomorrow, we're going to drop them like a little Lynchburg leaks uh, sort of thing going mm -hmm. on, like WikiLeaks, and uh, let everybody, all the citizens, see the kind of conversations they're having. The, the biggest takeaway so far, and this is, this is your uh, exclusive right here, is that those um, uh, accusations of threats uh, were not founded. There is not a single accusation or not a single threat in any of the emails the worst thing I saw was someone called her a POS communist. Okay, I'm sorry, but if you're on city council and that's scaring you, you may be in the wrong job. Um, if you're if you're voting against public hearings, you may be in the wrong yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. That that being called that is extremely light to what uh, some of the presidents have been called. Yes. On social media and emails and and even. Uh, Look at Robert De Niro. What he his views on on uh, President Trump. You know, I mean, politicians get it, uh, but I'm glad to hear that it, it sounds like there weren't any threats. Yes, that's, and that's, that's what not we what wanted to make side, sure of. That's not what yeah, we want. Yeah, that's not what we're, we're about. That's not what should be occurring. It doesn't help us a bit, and uh, we we think even the one things that some of the things we read that were that were opposed. The vast majority was pro Second Amendment uh, emails that City Council uh, received from people, but the you know the 
we always worry that we're being Jesse Schmaletted. And yeah, yeah. These are not really on our side. They're on the other side. They're throwing up a, a, a fake red red flag um, on us. And uh, so we're never sure who it is. And we wanted to find out. And it was great to see that really was the extent of it. And that most people were on email, too, polite and civil. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, we don't need anybody from our side making threats or, or really even calling names. That's not what it's no. about. we got to be professional. We're for the law. We're not for breaking it. That's right. I, I've said all along that if uh, Lynchburg does not become a sanctuary for a Second Amendment, that it will become a sanctuary for criminals. And we are law-abiding citizens who want to deter them from moving to Lynchburg by becoming a Second Amendment sanctuary. It's about public safety. Mm -hmm. We want Lynchburg to be safe. We do not want it to become a gun-free zone magnet for the criminal element that doesn't care about the laws is gonna come with their guns anyway. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Maybe we should outlaw uh, meth and cocaine while we're at, oh no, wait, we did that, and we yeah. still have it out on the streets, absolutely. Uh, how do people get, and spell your, spell your name, how do people get a hold of you on Facebook or how do you want them to contact you if they, hey, I want to hear more about the 14th or I want to go on the 20th? What, how do they get a hold of yeah, you? Yeah, the best way is our public-facing uh, page on Facebook. It's it's kind of a long name, but it's Let's Make Lynchburg a Second Amendment Sanctuary. We've got a public page there with lots of announcements about the Tuesday meeting. We've also got a private group that we encourage uh, people to join. It's by the same name. The petition uh, out on change.org is also a great way you can get involved and quickly sign up. Just uh, look for the same wording, Let's Make Lynchburg a Second Amendment Sanctuary. We've got an inst Instagram account. If you're, yep. I mean, we're, we're trying to be everywhere. So, good, good. Um, we're, we have a big presence on social media. My name again is Kurt Deemer, and uh, uh, you can easily find my profile out there. Last name spelled D-I-E-M-E-R. A local WSET reporter did an interview in front of my house and asked me if she wanted, she says, I know you probably don't want your house in the background and people to know where you live. I said, no, I, that's fine. I said, I, I carry a weapon with me all the time. I really don't worry about a lot of things. And I'm not, I truly know. Stress free. Not. Yeah, they think we're these fearful people, but I don't live my life that way. Yeah, yeah. My only fear would be having the situation come up and not being able to protect myself and yeah, my family. Yeah, absolutely. That's my only fear. That's Yeah, I think a lot of people are with you on that. We have to be able to protect ourselves, which is why the Second Amendment was made. You know, I mean, it's a big, big, big part of it. Oh, I thought it was just about hunting. Uh, yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I can keep hearing. It depends like, on who you're talking to. Well, if it was about hunting, then it would be like having a, an amendment to the Constitution to protect going to the grocery store. Because back then, that's the way they got their food. Yeah. And I don't notice any, uh, I don't think that was really what they were thinking about right. at the time. Right, They were quartering soldiers in their homes and yeah, taking yeah. their property and, yeah. and yeah. running roughshod all over all our citizens. That's why we have a Second Amendment. Right. An overactive government. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, a pleasure having you on. Good information. Please, everybody, go out on the 14th uh, to EC Glass. Uh we need numbers out there. We need to show unity. We need attendance. We need professional attendance, uh, respectful attendance, and then up on the 20th to Richmond as well. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Appreciate you coming in. You've been listening to uh, Active Listening with T4 Tactics. We're on all kinds of social media. If you can follow us there, you'll find some good information. And thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a safe day.